You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you stories that remind us who God is and who we are in Him. The Collected Podcast is a production of Collected Ministries. Follow Collected on social media at Collected Podcast. And be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and additional content related to today's episode. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 7 of The Collected Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Biondo, and this week I'm so excited to bring you my conversation with Hadley Eddings. She is the creator of um, Messenger Co., and it's a jewelry business that I'm sure she'll talk about, um, but she just also has such a rich story of seeing God's faithfulness and following Him um, through struggles and some some tragedy in her life. And so um, I'm just excited to talk to her today. Hadley, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so to kick it off, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about how you came to know the Lord. Okay, yeah, so um, I am a child of parents who are um, of the faith, and so I grew up going church and you know if the doors were open we were there that kind of family so um was always kind of like given this strong background of faith Uh, my grandparents um worked for the church my uncle ended up being a pastor um so i had a a really strong background um and then when i was eight at vacation bible school i um (laughs) accepted the lord into my heart and was baptized and um called myself a Christian. And so, um, you know, then your faith kind of, um, you kind of carry, I carried my parents' faith and, and I believed. And, um, as I got a little older and I was in college, um, was when my faith really became my own. Um, my freshman year of college, I went through, um, a season of kind of isolation and loneliness. And that was really when God captured my heart that he could be all that I needed. Um, and that story goes on and on, but, (laughs) um, kind of all intermingles into everything in my life really. But, um, that was really when my faith became my own, when I realized that like it's Jesus or nothing really. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So for someone who's listening out there that is already like, I am there right now. I feel so isolated, so alone. Um, I don't know what hope or encouragement might you have for them? Yeah, um, I would just say draw close. Um, So for that season of my life, um, I was so isolated and so I felt like alone that I just kept turning to my Bible and I would just read and underline and pray and and read books. And I would call my mom who has a really strong faith and I would talk to her and um, just tried to get as much of him as I could. Um, and prayer was a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, just talking to him constantly um, because I had no one else to talk to really. <laughs> um, and kind of just letting him be enough. Um, and that was my prayer, like, Lord, you fill me up. Um, and he did. And and as I prayed that prayer and, and I was praying, um, Lord, would you bring me a community of of believers and people who are like-minded? I think that was hard for me to find in college. Yeah. Um, and what ended up happening is I moved home and, and transferred to a school that was um, where I was from. And um, and he did bring me into a community in, in my church. Um, I got into a college um, Sunday school group and and started making friends with people who were like-minded and... and um, 
so I was just, just praying for community and praying for God to bring the right people into your life. But in the meantime, asking him to just fill you up. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, so as you continue to draw closer to him and, um, what happened next? Like, what did you end up doing after college? And, um, I don't know if we're at the point in the story yet where you started making jewelry. Um, (laughs) that might be a little far down the line. Okay. So we'll get there eventually because I definitely want to highlight your jewelry because it's beautiful. Uh, Thank you. Well, um, it's actually a cool story. So as I was saying, like I was praying constantly, like, okay, Lord, um, just, I just really want a friend. I need a friend who I just feel like is, is like-minded. And, and, uh, my, my Sunday school class was really great, but also I just wanted that like one-on-one friendship. And so I did find, um, I, I became friends with this girl that I went to church with who was in the choir with me and we became really good friends. And about a year after she and I became friends, she put her brother and I in the same room and that's my husband. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, the coolest thing, you know, it's so neat for me to look back and, and you mentioned faithfulness, God's faithfulness through my story. And we'll hear more about that. I'm sure we'll talk more about that, but, um, you know, for me now to look back on my life and to think this 19 year old girl was a freshman in college and she's praying like, Lord, just bring me my friend, you know? And, um, there were little, little people and, and good friendships along the way, but then ultimately what came out of that prayer was my husband. Yeah. Um, and so just like, wow, like, God, you're, I was just thinking about this last night as I was getting ready for this podcast. I'm like, Lord, you're just so good. You're so faithful. Um, you know, I couldn't see it now. And that's, a, I couldn't see it then, but I can see it now. And that was, that's another thing I would say, like to encourage someone else is you don't see what he's doing right now. You might not see all that he's doing, but he's doing something, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it might not feel good yet, but I promise that it's going to feel good one day. And, and you're going to look back and you're going to see that he was working in this situation or that situation. And um, yeah, so he's just so faithful. And um, that was kind of that, that came out of that. I ended up meeting my husband and, um, um, and let's see, you know, then life can continue to happen and here we are today, but there's a lot more in between. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I was wondering if you might, you know, maybe we can share a little bit about what happened to you guys yeah. later on down the road, um, sure. yeah. kind of the tragedy that marked your family. Sure. So um, my husband and I got married in 2009, and then in um, 2013, we had our first child. Um, his name is Dobbs. Um, he is at, named after my husband and his father, so He's Gentry Dobbs Eddings the third, but we named him, we called him Dobbs. Um, so we had Dobbs in 2013. And then let's see, 2000, late 2014, we found out we were pregnant with our second child. And we found out that he was also a boy and his name was going to be Reed, um, which is my maiden name. Um, so we had Dobbs. He was about Let's see, he was um, a little over two, and then I was eight months pregnant with Reed. We had gone out of town for my sister-in-law's wedding, and it was just like the most beautiful wedding, wonderful day. Um, and on the way home, the following day, we were in a terrible car accident. Um, we were kind of caravanning home. So I was in a car with my son, Dobbs, and then my husband, Gentry, was behind me. A car, a, a big truck hit him. And then hit me. 
And um, long story short is it instantly killed my two-year-old son Dobbs. And then I was, um, I had to have an emergency C-section, which um, to deliver Reed. And two days later, he passed away as well. So we went from being this family of almost four um, to just being Gentry and I again um, and walking through some really, really hard life situations. We were 27 years old, um, so we were young. Um, yeah, so that was that was the beginning of, of uh, several hard years. Yeah. I mean, that's something no parent should ever have to experience, mm-hmm. and I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, thank you for sharing with our listeners and, um, you know, even years later, I'm sure it's not easy to talk about. Um, As you, you know, look back, are there any ways that you saw God show up for you that are just beyond Mm -hmm. human reasoning? Yeah. (laughs) So, um, you know, I've shared our story so many times, but it's been a little while. And um, last night, oh, I'm sorry, I think I just marked my video. Uh, last night, as I was um, just thinking about the questions and, and what we're going to talk about today, I was just thinking just faithfulness, like God's faithfulness is just um, all over my life. And that's just what I've been able to see throughout just everything, really. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so many, so many little moments, not little, but moments where either if I didn't see them in the moment, I can see them now. Um, so the first one being that um, when we were on the road, we came before our accident, we came to a stoplight and it was probably like 10 seconds before we were hit. And I can't, I couldn't, I didn't know we were about to get hit, but I just felt the Lord nudge me to tell Dobbs that I loved him. And I remember kind of like, okay, like, that's silly. Like, I felt like Jesus said, tell Dobbs you love him. I was like, okay, I can do that. And so I reached back um, and I grabbed his little foot and I said, I love you, buddy. And then the next thing I know, you know, everything changed. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I'll never forget that. And the kindness that God just had to give me, I wasn't going to get to say goodbye again. You know, and so, so just his kindness that he would give me just a moment, like, just say it one more time. Just tell him you love him um, is so special to me. Um, and then just, just right after that, where we were, where our accident happened um, was at an intersection. We weren't in the intersection, but just ahead of us was an intersection. And there was a fire truck fueling up at this gas station and so instantly we had first responders to our accident. Oh my gosh. Um, so that was another like just God God was there. Yeah. Um, and and he was ready. And you know, I, I want people to hear that God doesn't didn't cause this. You know, I don't say it like that. God, this is, you know, sin causes this. And um, but God was there and he and he was working in it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, from him letting me tell Dobbs that I loved him one more time to the first responders being there instantly, um, 
and and many more things throughout our story. You know, we ended up being in the hospital for several days, and and we had some really incredible encounters with with doctors and nurses who were believers and shared their faith with us. Um, and then moving on, we had um, this outpouring of love from our family in Charlotte and our friends and people we don't know and um, just all over the world really just sending money and funds and gifts and cards and everything. And we ended up having this large amount of money that was for us to pay our medical bills. And so we did, and then we paid, you know, and we had so much left over. And so we were able to um, donate that money and then, and more money kept coming in for this, but we were able to donate it to um, an organization that's near and dear to our hearts called Mission of Hope. Um, they are in Haiti and in the D- Dominican Republic now, but just in in that time, they were just in Haiti. And um, so now there's a school in Haiti that's called the Dobbs and Reed Eddings Primary School. Oh. So, you know, I mean, there are so many more um, examples of God's faithfulness through our story, but that one is just a standout. Um, you know, for me, it's like what Satan meant for evil. God said, listen, for these two lives, <laughs> now we will... Um, we're going to educate and feed and take care of 500 children for years and years and years and years to come. So, um, yeah, just so many, so many things. Yeah, man. And like you said, like God didn't cause this, Mm -hmm. but all the little ways he provided show us that he wasn't surprised by it. Like, I think there's, for you know whoever is listening out there whatever you're going through even if it's like a nightmare god wasn't surprised by it he didn't cause it mm-hmm. but he can still make a way through it and right. he's still there you know he right. never he never leaves us in our last episode or a couple episodes ago we talked about el roy the name of god the god who sees us mm-hmm. and that can be hard to digest sometimes cuz it's like god if you saw this how could you still allow it to happen? Why didn't you stop it? Why didn't you change it? Right. Um, which is kind of a, a, maybe a tricky question to answer, but for somebody who's wrestling through that right now, have you learned anything about kind of that name of God who sees and who is with us even through tragedy? Yeah, so um, I would say, like we said, God didn't cause this, but he, but he allowed it and he works through it. Um, we are like, it's like being a parent, you know, you can only, you can, you can't stop your child from doing whatever they're going to do, but you love them no matter what. And you're going to work to, okay, maybe they mess up. And I'm not saying that we messed up, but someone did down the line, which caused all of this. Yeah. Um, And as, as your child's parent, you're going to try to help them get it right. Right. So I think that the analogy of being a parent has really helped me see God's love for me, but um, yeah, I, I just think God loves us and he takes our broken pieces and and he turns them into good for his glory. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we say a lot, beauty for ashes. 
So he takes, he takes our ashes and, and he makes something beautiful out of it. It might not be what I wanted. You know, it might not be how I had my life planned out. I had my life as I have my two children and, and we're going to be good. And this, <laughs> we're going to have, I'm going to see them grow up and I'm going to see them do all the things that I've always wanted. Um, but um, that is not what happened. But God, God is doing something beautiful still. Yeah. Yeah, and you have two more. Do you have two yes. sons now? Two. Should we keep talking about faithfulness? <laughs> yes, let's keep going. Yeah. So I'll start from the beginning, but um, not the beginning, but the middle, I guess. So after our accident, and um, you know, life's going on for about a year now. Um, Two thousand, I guess, yes, yeah, sixteen. We um, found out that we were pregnant. And we were very excited. And then one morning, the, the morning we were going to have our ultrasound and and figure out, um, you know, have the like, okay, who's in there? And and are you a boy or are you a girl? Um, I had walked into my husband's office and he was reading his Bible and he was a little down. And he said, I'm just sad because I'm reading and it's telling me that my quiver should be full. And then the blessed is the man whose quiver is full and children are a heritage from the Lord. And I just looked at him and I said, well, I bet we're going to find out we're having twins today. <laughs> he laughed. I just really had this feeling. So anyway, we go to we go to our ultrasound appointment and she, you know, puts the little thing on my stomach and <gasps> it's twins. <sighs> it was just like that. And I just started laughing and crying and Gentry was laughing like, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, yeah. And so, you know, we found out we we're having twins, like God is restoring to us, not replacing, but restoring to us this family that we lost and come to find out a few weeks later, they're boys oh. and they're identical boys. And now they're five and a half years old and they're in kindergarten and they're growing up, um, but they share their brother's um, name. So their, their names are Isaiah Dobbs and Amos Reed. Um, oh. So we just... Gave them their brother, big brother's names, and they know all about them, and they talk about them all the time. Aww. And sometimes I think they know more about this than maybe they need to know. But um, yeah, so um, you know, God is faithful, and and for us, it's cool because you know I could imagine as a child of of a parents who have lost in such a dramatic way, in such a in such a big um, way that we've lost our first children that maybe it could feel like a little intimidating and a little hard to grow up under this, um, you know, this shadow almost, but they, um, they are part of the story too, you know? So yeah. we, can, we always tell them like you, they are Dobbs and Reed are, this is their story, but you are part of it. You are the restoration part, which is so cool. And um, just to see God's faithfulness through, through restoring our family. Has wow. Been, has been a blessing. And, you know, I don't talk about it enough, but yeah. it's, it's good to remind yourself of that. So, yeah. Uh, cool. So, as you know, when you found out you were pregnant and now as the boys are growing up, are there any fears you've had to release to God or, or just anything you've had to kind of release in order to continue to give God your yes and walk forward? Yeah. So, you know, I think that just continues to speak to who God is and His faithfulness. And 
I just, I really haven't had a lot of fears of parenting. Um, I think for me, it was like restoring joy. Um, Mm -hmm. Always, you know, from the time I was, I don't know, I could talk probably. I knew that what I wanted was to be a mom and to be a wife and and God had given me that and it felt like it was taken away for a while, but um, I just knew that that was what I was made to do. And, and so being restored, my children was just, just a blessing to me and has given me so much joy. The thing I would say that I have had to release to just continue to follow God is the why, you know, there are, that's a question I'm never going to be able to answer. And to be honest, if I strive to answer the why, I'm just going to be living in, in frustration and anxiety, and it's just not going to be good. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll find out. Maybe one day I'll find out why. But right now, what I think is the most important is just looking at all the faithfulness and all the, all the good things that God has done through the hurt and the grief and the pain, um, you know? Yeah. That's the, I think that's the best way to look at it. I can ask why a million times I'm never going to get the answer, but I can see God do good things. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And in the last episode, we had a woman, Marcy Gregg on, and she shared, um, cause she lost her memory, like 13 years of her life were gone um, with a medical comp- complication after her third baby. And she shared something that was so powerful and I can't stop thinking about it that God revealed to her I did not save you for your past I saved you for your future mm-hmm. and I feel like that because I mean it's miraculous that you survived mm-hmm. yeah. and God has such a beautiful future for you and your your new you know your family and um your two new boys you know so yeah I don't know I just I can't wait to see what God continues to do through your family and through these two boys who might not have existed mm-hmm. had this tragedy not happened. Like maybe you still would have had more kids. I know. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You know, we can't speculate on all that, but um, I just feel like God has his hand on your family in such a powerful way. And I can't wait, you know, from a distance to just see you guys continue to thrive and see what God continues to do in all of your lives. Yeah. Yeah. One thing my husband always says is it's not over till it's good, you know? Mm, And as a Christian, that's like something that you have to hold on to. It's it's not over till it's good because that's what, that's, that's what the Bible tells us. It's going to be good. So yeah. Yeah. And And in heaven, when it's all perfect and you're all reunited and I don't know, that's, that's the hope we have in Jesus too. Yes. Um, thank you for sharing all of that. And um, I still want to talk about your jewelry, but oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a hard transition. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, as your, you know, your boys are growing up now and you have this small business and kind of what is your life like now and how did you end up starting a small business? Yeah. So as I was saying earlier, like, you know, I think I've always known that my dream was to be a mom. And, um, but, you know, I don't know that I realized that dream was as hard as it is. <laughs> Being a mom's a tough job. Um, and so it really um, came out of trying to find a little something for myself, you know, like mm. an identity um, outside of just cleaning up after everyone and taking care of everyone, something that I enjoy. And I've always been 
a creative person and I like to make things look pretty. And, um, and so one day I was just like, you know what? I had seen some of these cute little bracelets with words on them. And I was like, I bet I could make them and make myself some. And so I did. And, and then people started asking me to make them one. And, you know, I was like, maybe this could be like a tiny source of income. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so I just started making these bracelets with words and messages on them and, and named my small business Messenger Co. Um, and it's been going on for about two and a half years now. And it's turned into more jewelry and earrings and necklaces. And it's just been really fun. It's been a great creative outlet and it's been a nice little source of income for our family. Um, and it's been good for me to just have that um, ability to create and do something that's just, that's not about taking care of anyone else, but just having fun and, and, and making something pretty. So um, that's really where it came out of. Yeah. And for maybe there's some moms out there listening who have the little kids and feel overwhelmed by it and feel like they're kind of losing their own identity. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you intentionally carve out time for this? And like, what were the kind of practicalities yeah. of like bringing this into the world? Yeah. Well, you know, it's hard with little kids. And I will say like, um, I think it was the first year they went to preschool. I was like, okay, I have two mornings a week and I can just play a little, you know? Um, and instead of getting everything done that I want to, maybe one of those days, I will just focus on doing some jewelry or fun stuff like that for a little while. And so that's kind of how it started is when I started to have that, that like tiny break. Um, but then, you know, they're home for the summer and it goes slower in the summer for sure. (laughs) But as they've gotten older, you know, I, it's like rest time is when I, would play around with things like that. And um, so, yeah, just, just, or nighttime, finding like a little time to just carve out. It's something that you really enjoy. Um, You know, finding a little time for it won't be that hard. Yeah. Um, But yeah, just, it's, it's not, being a mom is is the most wonderful gift I've ever been given, but it's, it's hard sometimes too. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm not a mom yet, but I see my friends doing it and it, it looks very difficult sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you never want to be like um, ungrateful for the blessing that you've been given, but there are some days where you are just more tired than others and <laughs> a little yeah. more overwhelmed. So for me, it was really just about finding a little something for me. Um, and it's been good. It's been really sweet and fun. Mm. And not feeling guilty about it. Yeah. Well, like, I still struggle sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, as I think you know, just taking time away from your family is hard and, and, but it's, it's needed. And as a mom, whether it's a couple hours a week to do a little jewelry, or if it's just to go get your nails done or something, I think there's always going to be that little sliver of guilt that you're left your family to do something else. But if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. So. Yeah. And I think it's important, again, speaking as a (laughs) non-parent, I do think it's important for like, your kiddos to see you being who God created you to be and seeing you model taking care of yourself and pursuing your passions and they'll feed off of that. Totally. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And creativity is so important. Like God made us, we're created by a creative God and we're in his image and we are creative beings. And that looks different for everybody. Maybe someone listening out there, you're like, I'm not creative. Yeah. You know, because maybe you're not a quote unquote artist. Right. But all of our lives are creating something. Right. And right. it's beautiful. 
So I love that that you're doing this and just claiming that time and putting something beautiful out into the world. Oh, thank you. It's been very fun for me. Um, so as we kind of wrap up, this went very fast. <laughs> it did go fast. <laughs> they always do. <laughs> uh, I, I'm like, maybe I just need to make it a two-hour show. <laughs> um, but what did what did we miss? I know we covered so much of your life so quickly. So is there a final word of, of hope or encouragement um, or just anything you feel like we kind of skipped over? Hmm. Um, you know, I was trying to make sure I didn't forget the the good parts and you reminded me that I do have twins. <laughs> and that was, that was like, oh yeah, there's God's faithfulness right there. That's probably yeah. number one. Um, you know, I think I would just say... Um, I don't know if there's anything we skipped over, but one thing that I think is really important and that I try to often do in my life is to remember God's goodness. Um, You know, you have to look back. You have to um, look back at God's faithfulness through your life. And and whether it be like the tiniest thing, um, just look and remember the times that He was good. Because I think that is what sustains you moving forward. You know, for my husband and I, definitely, we both had different trials in our life um, before we lost our children. And um, and those trials definitely prepared us um, mm. in little ways for, you know, what was coming. Um, so just look back at what God's already done um, and remember His goodness and His faithfulness to you. Um, and I think that will, that will, encourage your heart to keep going and to, yeah. to, to keep pressing in and and to draw near to God in the hard stuff. Mm, that's good. Are you a journaler? Sometimes. Sometimes. I know. I go through stages. <laughs> yes. I want to be more than I am. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much. I am so encouraged by just your continued faith and joy and the way you proclaim God's faithfulness. Um, we you know, talk on the show about who God is and who we are in Him. And so I feel like you so beautifully highlighted the faithfulness of God. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, what a powerful story from Hadley. I, I'm just so thankful that she's willing to share. You know, it can't be easy, but just the story of God's faithfulness and the way that she and her husband can still find joy and see God's hand through all of it. You know, and like she said, you never know all the the answers to why. Um, but that she can still see God's provision and God going before her um, just to provide in miraculous ways is really, really inspiring and just makes me love God even more. I mean, you know, that's that's the heart of this podcast, continuing to see tangible examples of who God is and how He is working in the lives of, of believers. And um you know, so I was just really inspired by Hadley's story and so thankful that we serve a God who cares about every little detail. And, you know, when she shared about how God prompted her to tell Dobbs that, that he, you know, she loves him, 
um, in those last moments that she didn't know were his last moments, I just, I could have started sobbing. I was like, no, you have to ask the next question. Um, but it's such a, a beautiful gift, like that God even cares about those small, tender moments. He cares about every little detail. He loves us and He cares about our hearts so deeply um, that he, he'll, he'll just prompt those sweet things that in the moment probably didn't seem like a big deal and then ended up being such a gift. And so I just pray in in your life over the next couple of weeks and throughout 2023 that you see those sweet moments that God is giving you even in the midst of tragedy um, or maybe some struggles you're going through Maybe one day you'll look back and see how those prepared you and equipped you for what was coming down the road. And I just I just pray that you know that nothing is wasted in your life. Um, I've been reading through Genesis with the year-long um, Bible journey I'm doing through the daily walk. And we're in Genesis the 40s right now. And um, it's the story of Joseph and how his brothers sold him into Egypt and he was in prison for 13 years before Pharaoh called him out to interpret this dream. And, you know, there's a lot more details to the story, but 13 years and then in one day, everything changed. And I was thinking about that as Hadley was sharing about her, you know, meeting her husband, how it's the season of loneliness. And then all of a sudden, and one day everything changed and then the whole course of her life was different and you know she she had these friends and she met her husband and they had this family and um you know i just want to encourage you joseph waited 13 years and then in an instant he went from the prison to the palace and so i don't know what you're waiting in or how long you've been waiting or how much waiting is ahead of you but in any moment the whole situation could change. And even if it doesn't change yet, God is still there with you in the current season you're in. Um, And so I just, I loved reading that about Joseph and then hearing Hadley's story and kind of seeing those connections between the two. So that's where I wanna leave you that, just that hope and reminder that God is with you through it all. And the thing you're waiting for can happen in an instant. So don't lose hope and continue to rest in the promises that God is faithful and God is good. And like Hadley said, it's not over until it's good. And in the end, when Jesus comes back and when we are in heaven with Him in eternity, we will see what good really means. Like I don't think we can even grasp with our human minds right now how good good it will really be once God redeems this world to what it was intentionally or initially meant to be in the beginning. Um, So that is where I will leave you. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I hope that you experience the goodness of God in new ways this week. See you next time. Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you'd help spread the word. Check back here for new episodes dropping every other Thursday. You can follow along on social media at Collected Ministries.